Hello everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This week's topic is be your own mentor and today is the first episode within this topic and today we are going to be talking about discover your strengths and weaknesses. So it always starts with a list, right? Everyone always wants you to make a list, two columns, and sit down and think about what you are strong at and what you are weak at. It's very classic, right? This is what you always hear when you're like, I need to figure out my strengths and weaknesses. And it's always a two-column kind of sheet. But there are never guided questions, right? When you when you ask someone how to do that, they always tell you how to do it the same exact way, but you don't have any guided questions. You know, it's not like a worksheet that you can fill out. And, you know, there aren't any hints to help you think of anything deep, except the whole thing about making your strengths into weaknesses. Like, like the classic example that you would use for like a job interview or generally a job interview, or if you're like in a group of people and you're networking and everyone wants to ask that super cliche question, what's your strengths and weaknesses? You turn your strengths into weaknesses, you know, like my strength is I care so much, but my weakness is also that I care so much because I get so distracted and blindsided by wanting to care for those people that I don't do a lot of other things. You know what I'm talking about. And I'm pretty sure most of the time these lists aren't really helpful. I I don't think so because just think about the last time that you did this and have you reflected back on that? Have you, do you even remember what you wrote down? You know, it's just, it's just not helpful unless you spend a while deeply thinking about it. And being actually honest with yourself is necessary to have usable results because if you're just making up crap or you are being very surface level in your intent to make this list, you're not going to come up with anything good. It's going to be a classic list of cliche answers that may or may not even actually pertain to you. Just think about it. Why Why would you actually pull anything valuable out if you were literally only spending five minutes doing this exercise? And you know, anytime I personally think about my strengths and weaknesses, I go blank. I, I, I am just like, I don't know, you know? I think about the cliche one of coming up with a strength, just one, and trying to make it into a weakness, but I, I, I honestly don't like that. I'm not the biggest fan of that. Yes, it could work, um, but I don't believe that it is in the best fashion to do that. That is just my personal opinion. But yeah, I go, I go blank. I can't really come up with the strengths that I feel confident about because I struggle with self-esteem and self-worth, which I've spoken about many times on this show, but I do struggle with those things on the regular because I am constantly going back and forth with what I believe about myself, how I can see myself, and really desiring to see myself in the perfect, not, excuse me, I take that back, not in the perfect light. You know, some people will paint you in that perfect light, and that's usually just because they really care about you, but it just in the way that other people see me, you know, I, I, I really try to see myself in that way. Um, but, you know, naming weaknesses is easy. I feel like that side of the list, which I feel like is typically on the right side if you're only doing two columns, strengths on the left, weaknesses on the right. Weaknesses are really easy because most people don't have a problem picking apart the negative parts about them, like at all. And it's what I speak about all the time on how people love to, to, you know, hash out the negative and really focus in deep on those things. But the positives, the strengths are much harder. It's harder to actually come up with these positive accolades and things that you, you know, wouldn't necessarily shout, 
you know, to the rooftops. You're not like, listen to all the wonderful things that I'm really good at. You know, I take that back. I mean, I don't take it back. Let's just amend it by saying that some people are very good at that. They are very good. They are very good about listing the things that they're great at, the things that they have accomplished, what they are superior at, what they are an expert in. That's great. And it's good that there are people out there out there like that because I feel like it gives people like me the confidence to know that maybe someday I can get to like 25% of that and be able to name positive strengths about myself. So to be honest with you, for me, let's just dive a little deeper. For me, I'm truly afraid to admit most strengths I have because I'm so insecure, right? I am so insecure. And if you're not new here, you know this to be a fact. <laughs> it's 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 really hard for me. I feel so insignificant and don't think I have the power to identify any strengths about myself. And again, it's a self-worth problem, you know? But I don't wish this kind of mindset on any of you. I am not trying to get any sort of, you know, feeling sorry for me or anything like that. I am just being super transparent with you about how the reason why I struggle with this, just in case someone else out there is also struggling with, you know, their self-worth problem. Um, But that is the reason. And maybe you identify with that reason too, that, you know, you're just so insecure and you don't want to identify your strengths. And because you feel like you're staying humble, by not identifying your strengths because you don't want to talk about yourself. You don't want to feel like you're out there bragging when really you're much farther below that. You are very in like almost like the pit of negativity and despair, almost, not quite. And at least that's how I feel because if you're not willing to at least, you know, name some positive things about yourself, then why should anyone else, right? You have to be the first person that does anything that involves you for other people to follow suit. And whether you want that or not, it's fine, but it is important for you to be able to do so, so that you feel good about yourself just in general, you know? Um, but yeah, so I don't wish this mindset though on any of you. And so if you're struggling with that, I, I get you, I'm right there with ya, believe me. And I don't want anyone else to struggle with, you know, defining their strengths because they don't want to recognize anything good about themselves. It's a vicious circle to live in and one I'm trying to break out of often. And I am making progress, you know. I feel like I go in peaks and valleys of being able to share these things or come up with strengths and I have to actually spend more time on it. I can't do this off the top of my head like a lot of people can, which kudos to them, like truly kudos. And maybe one day I will be able to without taking like five minutes to deeply think about it and then another five minutes to really make that decision. Hopefully in like 60 seconds, I'm able to tell you a quick list of at least three strengths and three weaknesses that I have. That would be my ideal if I was ever questioned on these things, which I don't feel like I am often, but I do believe In general, these are important things to know. Very, very much so, especially in the topic of needing to mentor yourself. But yeah, it's a vicious cycle. But discovering your strengths and weaknesses is very important to being your own mentor. It's great to know what you excel in and what you should spend more time getting stronger at. That is the point of these freaking lists is to figure out what you need to work better, work harder at, and what you're actually doing great in and, 
you can really be able to use those strengths to your benefit, whether it's like using it to make money or using it to, you know, gain trust and acceptance from others in like a work environment and to be able to, you know, accelerate any other goals and things that you're trying to go up because you're able to identify those things and you're actually really good at them. Um, but yeah, these are the things, you know, and, and the things that will help you excel your life and what will continue to drive you to be a lifelong learner, which is also super important. So knowing your strengths and weaknesses gives you a better idea of your resourcefulness and shortcomings um, because being resourceful is also very helpful to achieving your goals and dreams and becoming your best self, which is something that we talk about all the time here, uh, But these, which will also aid in creating better plans to go after your goals, cut back on experiences that might not benefit you, and have a better idea on how to navigate your journey. So a lot of times I feel like if we don't, uh, on at least in our minds, are able to identify our strengths and weaknesses, we can waste time in experiences that won't benefit you, that aren't going to continue to drive you in the direction that you need to go. And I only mention that because, you know, a lot of times we go through experiences and maybe it was a waste of time, but we did end up learning something. But I feel like there are experiences that we could have just bypassed because they weren't really necessary. You know, I do feel like we learn something and everything that we go through for sure. But I do feel like there are time wasters in there. There's always time wasters in there, whether we're wasting the time on purpose or we don't even realize it. So by being able to cut those out, by realizing, you know, some things that we don't necessarily strive in and don't need to have that experience right now until you get a little bit better at those weaknesses and strengthen those things up, you can move, you can move on from those. So I do have some tips on how you can identify your strengths and weaknesses. If you are having trouble with that, I actually have three tips. But before we do that, I want to talk about the five-minute reset, which is something I talk about every single day. The five-minute reset allows you to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there, especially if you're having a hard day, stress, anxiety, uh, you feel like the day is just going in the wrong direction, problems are happening, everything feels so overwhelming. You can do the five-minute reset, which will allow you to just draw a line in the sand and make the decision that I'm going to restart my day right now. I'm not going to let anything in the past or anything that has happened earlier in the day drag on to the rest of the day or, you know, or into the next day, which would be terrible. Anytime you drag something from one day to the next, it's not good. We all know that. It's trouble. So that's why I came up with the five-minute reset because all you need is at least five minutes to be by yourself. Take more if you have it, but five minutes and it allows you to take a break from any issues or burdens that are currently weighing you down and causing you trouble. You can also spend some time coming up with a resolution for any problems or issues that you're dealing with, whether alone or with someone else. I always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things that you're grateful for, big, small, or medium size. You can be grateful that you're able to hug your dog today. You can be grateful that you're able to get your laundry done today. You can be grateful that you're able to talk to a friend on the phone today. Or you can be grateful that you made new connections um, online, whether through Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse, whatever it is. And you see how you can be grateful for anything and everything. It's amazing. The list is never ending. And then last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day, because hopefully making your gratitude list and then taking a moment to really reflect back on the positives and the blessings that are happening in your life, you will realize 
that by spending more time thinking about the positive things, you will be able to navigate those really hard, tough, negative times a lot easier because you'll realize that despite what you're going through, not diminishing it at all, but despite what you're going through, there's still wonderful blessings happening to you and we should focus in on those to help us get through the hard ones. So I hope that you try the five minute reset if you are having a hard day, which you're welcome to do multiple times in a day, top of the day, end of the day, it doesn't matter. So let's talk about some tips on how to identify your strengths and weaknesses. Like I said, I have three tips to share with you today. The third tip is a little bit longer because I'm going to go into certain questions, but here's the first tip. Create a list, but with four columns. You know, we already spoke at the top of the episode that two column lists, they need to get out of here. We're over them. Okay. We need four columns. We really need to break this out and have one of the columns be for your natural strengths. So the things that are just come natural to to you, things you don't really have to try hard at, things you just are able to do. You know, you didn't have to spend any time learning it. Another column for natural weaknesses. So this is going to be things that you just aren't good at, that you're naturally not good at. They just don't come to you easily. You know, it's just the opposite of a natural strength is a natural weakness. You just, you know, from the get-go, you've never been good at this, which is fine. Another column for learned strength. So something you're really good at, but you had to learn how to do it. You had to spend some time figuring it out. Practice makes really good, not perfect. You know what I'm saying? But things that you have worked up on and that you're really good at. And the last one is going to be for learned weaknesses. So this is going to be negative observed behaviors. You know, you were taught the wrong things and whether you were taught those things wrong or learned those behaviors wrong or negatively on purpose or not, it doesn't matter. It's still like weaknesses that you learned and became these bad habits. So create this list, all four columns, and then fill it out. I encourage you Spend more than five minutes. You know, if you spend more than five minutes, you'll actually get more benefit out of this list because you're thinking deeply. Now, it's already going to help you that the list is broken up into four columns as opposed to two. So it's a lot easier for you to think of things that you are naturally good at and things that you aren't and thing, maybe negative behaviors that you learned. That might take a little bit more work because a lot of times when we think of our negative behaviors or our weaknesses, We don't necessarily define like whether or not that was learned or whether it's just from the gate out the gate. You know, we were really bad at that. But regardless, I would encourage you to spend at least 15 minutes, if not a half an hour, really breaking this down. Or if you're only able to dedicate five minutes, I would say then you need to spend a couple days really breaking this out so that you can come up with real answers to have real data to really help you understand what you need to work on and what your strengths are and what you can really play in on those. Uh, Second tip, ask someone you trust for feedback. So whether this is a partner, spouse, friend, family member, someone that you work with, someone that you network with, someone that you trust, ask them for feedback. Ask them, hey, do you know? And I would ask them in the four column format, not just like tell me my strengths and weaknesses, (laughs) because that might be a little overwhelming, even for them. You know, you think it's overwhelming for you. It could be even more so overwhelming for them. So be like, okay, do you, do you notice or observe any natural strengths for me or any natural weaknesses? Or have you noticed that I've learned any, you know, um, learned weaknesses, like ask them these questions, or maybe just ask them in a written format and have them like think on it for a couple days and then send you back 
what they think. That could be really helpful. It's so nice to see yourself from someone else's perspective. Also, a lot of times we think that we're giving off a certain vibe and coming off a certain way. And in reality, it's a totally different way, whether that's positive or negative. Like either way, you're still going to learn something super important. Um, But also in this, when asking for feedback, I personally believe that you should not just do it for one person. Because I feel like it skews the data. It's all from one person's perspective, um, which is pretty direct. So I would say like if you were able to find two or three people to ask this question of that you are trusted, they would give you real answers, do that. Ask them and that would be really beneficial to you. Okay, so the last tip I have for you is to ask yourself deeper questions to help weed out the less significant strengths and weaknesses. So I do have a short list of examples. I have seven here. I like labeled them with letters, so that's why I had to count it. Seven questions to ask yourself. So I will read these and I will repeat them so that if you do want to write them down, they will also be in the show notes if you don't want to write them down right now and have to pause and all this stuff. It's fine. But I'm going to read you the questions and ask yourself these deep questions so that it'll help you better. So like creating the four column list will really help and getting feedback from someone else. Um, a few people will definitely be super beneficial, but asking yourself these deeper questions can also open up different um, thoughts for you and other like discussions you can have with people about you or yourself. And other times you can like journal or meditate on these things to, you know, garner even more self-awareness, which is what I'm all about. You know, becoming more self-aware and understanding who you are will definitely um, help you so much in the long run of you know, becoming your best self because you actually understand what you're all about. So here we go. Here's the questions. What was the happiest day of your life? What was the happiest day of your life? Second question. What do others consistently compliment you on? What do others consistently compliment you on? Here's the third question. What energizes you? What energizes you? Fourth question, what drains your energy? What drains your energy? Next question, what do you wish you could change about yourself? What do you wish you could change about yourself? Next question, what do you typically procrastinate on? What do you typically procrastinate on? Last question. What's your biggest failure? What's your biggest failure? Okay, so that is all seven questions. Again, if you did not want to have to write them all down for me speaking them, there are they are listed in the show notes below. And that is all the tips I have for you guys. And I didn't go through every question and break it down like I would for every tip because I feel like those questions are pretty... Um, self-explanatory. However, if you any ever have any questions about any tips or anything that I talk about here on the show, you are always welcome to message me or DM me on Instagram or send me an email. Uh, on Instagram, I'm at Sabrina Joy Perozo, or you can send me an email, uh, which is realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. I will respond to those things. I'd be happy to help. Uh, but that is it, you guys. Uh, that is it for this topic. Uh, well, this episode rather, because the topic we are talking about this week is be your own mentor. And 
Today we were talking about discovering your strengths and weaknesses. The next episode in this topic will be to get out of your comfort zone. Um, But again, check the description box below. You will have show notes. You will have where to find me on Instagram. If you do, come connect with me on Instagram and follow and chat me up. I will send you a coffee card via email. So come on over and connect with me. Um, also if you send me an email with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or to say, Hey, hi, and hello to me. I would love that as well. Uh, lastly, you can check out my website, which is sabrinajoy.com. You're able to listen to the podcast there. I am starting a blog back up there. You can also access my YouTube channel, which would be awesome. And then you can also provide donations via PayPal or Patreon if you would like to support the show. So if you do decide to support the show, Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, But I do appreciate you all. Thank you for listening. I hope that you share the show. I hope you love the show. Continue to download the show. Tell more people about it. You guys are amazing, and I appreciate you every single day. That's why I continue to do this show, because I want to give back and help as many people as I can. But until next time, have a good one, and I will see you next time. Bye, guys.